brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to this edition of Your Hidden Powers. I'm Doug Steffen. This series of podcasts is about what goes on in your mind, what you don't know, what you don't suspect, but yet it's there all around you. Sort of, in a manner of speaking, a play on the sixth sense. In this episode, you're going to meet Karen Bell, who is a clairvoyant and a jewelry artist. She's going to help us understand how to combine our spiritual powers with our creative talents. And then Uri Geller will talk about his uh, book, the, well, the book that features him, Phenomenon, uh, written by Annie Jacobson, The Secret History of the U.S. Government's Investigation into Extrasensory Perception. And after we spend some time with Uri, Mary O'Malley, the intuitive, holistic, nutritional, health science, certified hypnotherapist, exploring the possibility of developing your own spiritual gifts with us. And then Mary Francesca Trilogy will help you to prepare for the next time Mercury goes retrograde. <laughs> it's out now, thank heavens. Remember to select your hidden powers to be delivered right to your device every week. You can express your thought and ideas about this podcast directly to me, Doug, at DougSteffen.com. Let's welcome Karen Bell, who is a uh, clairvoyant, spiritual creative, happens to be quite an artisan when it comes to jewelry as well. Karen Bell, uh, welcome uh, to a way to hopefully expose people to your hidden powers. How are you doing? Hi, Doug. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to talk to you today. Well, talk about where you come from. You have become well-known. If people go to the website intuitivekb, I-N-T-U-I-T-I-V-E, intuitivekb.com, you will see, uh, KB obviously for Karen Bell, uh, <laughs> what goes on there, what you're creating. Did you do this before you became conscious, or did you not start doing it until after you became <laughs> conscious? That's a great question. I think, um, looking back on it, I, I was interested in spirituality at a very, I would say, a young age. And I grew up um, with spiritual people around me. For instance, my best friend when I was a child, her mom was a Reiki master. 
And I've always been artistic, always been interested in creating one thing or another. So I, in a way, I've been doing what I'm doing. I've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that I really started to, to become more conscious or, or get on a spiritual path. I, I don't know. That was about 10 years ago, I would say, mm-hmm. that I really started waking up and being aware of my soul and my intuition and my ability to connect um, to my to my soul or my higher self, but also for others to be able to connect to them and tune into them. That was probably in 2006. So it's been so, about 11 years that I've been <laughs> on a conscious path. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've noted about it, if you were to come into my studio, for example, there are all kinds of quartz um, objects around, various sizes and shapes, various colors. Uh, I find right. there's a lot of healing and a lot of great energy there. And so I wonder if there aren't two aspects to what you do. One, uh, creating the unique jewelry designs that you have, but also acknowledging that certain stones have a great deal of connective, connected or connectiveness to them. Is that, would you, how would you acknowledge? Yeah, for sure. That's very true. Um, I would say that the way I describe it is that, well, especially through yoga, I've learned that everything in the universe, even inanimate objects, um, they are conscious. <laughs> There's a consciousness yeah. to them. Right. Um, and even with mineral kingdom, you know, obviously I could hear from your intro, you're an animal lover. And I so, am. for instance, I know that when you look at an animal, um, a, a lot of people can tell that they have a consciousness, they have a soul. What's interesting, though, in an esoteric in the esoteric tradition is that they also believe that in the mineral kingdom, the uh, the rocks and the crystals they also have a consciousness, they also have a soul, and so they also carry uh, qualities with them. Um, depending on the stone, there's different qualities that that stones carry. Um, and in terms of quartz, quartz crystal is a very healing stone that can pick up and transmute energy into a higher frequency. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of spiritual people surround themselves um, just intuitively. They might not even necessarily know this, but they, they just like the feel of having certain objects in their space or of wearing certain jewelry. And for sure, so there's different stones that carry energy and have comforting, um, a comforting power or comforting presence when you hold them or when you wear them. So I definitely take that into consideration when I'm making my jewelry. And I also try to, um, when I'm making anything, I try to, I want to make or create from a place of joy because I do feel that the, whatever an artist makes carries the energy of the state of mind that they were in when they created it. So for example, if a visual artist is painting and they're depressed, um, you know, you can kind of pick that up when you look at the painting and probably people who are in that state will be more drawn to, to, to that piece, to buying that piece than someone who's in a higher vibration of gratitude or joy. All right. The passion of the mind and what happens, many people don't know what sort of hidden power they have in their minds. Thus the focus here, our conversation in this part of the hour with the Karen Bell, an artist, a clairvoyant, spiritually very creative with her artisan jewelry. You mentioned how some of these stones or some of the jewelry helps to transmute. Would you explain the concept of transmutation, please? Right, sure. Well, I would first begin by saying that every stone or rock initially carries the energy of Mother Earth, which you were talking about in your intro. 
And so the energy of Mother Earth is an extremely nurturing energy. It's um, what sustains us. I know I feel that we've lost touch of this, you know, living in city with so much uh, technology, we've really lost touch with our connection to Earth and with our connection to Mother Nature. But every stone, every rock um, carries that energy of Mother Earth. So when we bring it into our space, um, that energy is, is in the space, whether we're aware of it um, consciously or not. There's that supreme mothering, nurturing energy, which um, if you really think of it from a spiritual perspective, when we are stressed out, when we are um, upset about something, um, a, a lot we tend to think of going to our mothers with, with our issues, with our problems. So when I, when I initially think of transmutation, I think that having the energy of Mother Earth in our space, whether it is a, a rock or a mineral or even a plant, um, brings that nurturing mother energy in and helps us to uh, to be calm and release stress. And um, and I do believe that crystals such as quartz will take these stressful energies and transmute them into a higher vibration, um, which is what we're all seeking to do anyway in terms of spiritual evolution and with conscious spiritual practice. What we're seeking to do is to release the lower frequency energies of worry and fear and scarcity um, and we're we're seeking to release those so that higher vibrational energies can pour into us, which is the energies of love, healing, peace, um, harmony, beauty, which are spiritual qualities, divine qualities that we all have within us. We're trying to let them out and remove all the obstacles that are blocking us from becoming vessels of those energies. Isn't it interesting, almost fascinating, how what we... Uh, those of us who enjoy this uh, as a mindset or as a learning experience, uh, we have a counter to the everyday negativity of the news media and things that go on around us that almost seem impossible to cope with. And I think that's one of the reasons that we have this alternative that is growing in leaps and bounds, the focus on that which we do not sense through our five senses, the sixth sense used for clairvoyance, if you will, transmutation, being spiritually creative, all of those things. We're almost screaming out for it, and it's uh, really taking root, and that's the reason for us uh, doing uh, this and having this visit every week. Continuing on now with our focus on you and your hidden powers, help in that department coming from Karen Bell, uh, who uh, has a book coming out called Spiritual Creativity, when will that be published, and when will people be able to go get copies of that, Karen? Oh, well, that's that's a great question. I'm hoping that I was initially hoping it would be done by this fall, but it might be a little bit longer. Uh, I'm the mom of a one and a half year old wonderful boy, and so <laughs> I don't have a ton of time. I write uh-huh. every morning from about six to seven. Yeah. So um, if they want to, if people want to follow me on social media, then you know I'll definitely be announcing when that's available on Kindle to download. KB at intuitivekb.com. You can follow on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and uh, there's a way if we um, visit your shop, begin with jewelry. How do we get there? Uh, sure. Well, you can go to beginwithinjewelry.com. And that'll begin take you right to my yeah. Etsy shop. Yeah. Right. Okay. S-D-E-S-T-Y.com. Begin within jewelry. So... I asked the question before, uh, the business about what we get out of 
the stones. Uh, Karen right. is an artisan, a jeweler. Uh, people wear her jewelry. They, uh, they. Um, I'm somebody who likes to give jewelry to people I care about. Uh, sometimes it's been in the form of um, things that you would wear on your wrist, maybe metal, because there is, you know, metal carries energy with it as well. Uh, maybe pearls or things that you can wear as necklaces. Can you put energy, we know we can get energy out of them, can you put energy into them to share with others? You can. Um, that would be called charging your jewelry. So you can charge jewelry with your energy. And that happens naturally just by objects being in your space. Mm -hmm. uh, objects in your space tend to just pick up your energy. But um, if, if you want to do that consciously, just by, I feel, just by holding the jewelry with uh, your intention mm -hmm. of the quality you want to charge it with, I feel that transference just happens naturally. And people who are very intuitive can pick up on that when they're holding the jewelry or wearing the jewelry. I have mm -hmm. one of my best friends is a nurse. And uh, one of her jobs as a nurse is to remove jewelry from people who have made their transition or passed on. Mm -hmm. And she told me, even before I was making jewelry myself, that when she took the jewelry off of the person, she could feel the energy, sometimes even um, clairvoyantly feel or see memories of that person's life. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, the more intuitive a person is, the more they'll pick up on that. Someone who maybe isn't as intuitive might just feel like, it feels good to wear this bracelet <laughs> or, you know, they just, they just like it, but it, it definitely carries the energy of the intention that you, you put place into it. So let's say somebody, we have about a minute or so left here. Somebody wants to connect to you to get a clairvoyant reading. Um, mm -hmm. Is it the usual questions people have for you regarding health and career and love and that sort of thing? And, and uh, is that part of what you think your job is to help people? You not only make the jewelry, but to understand and connect with people maybe through their jewelry. Right. Well, those are two separate things that I do. When I give someone a clairvoyant reading, I tend to attract people that are interested in connecting with their own soul to mm -hmm. discover what their soul's idea is for their life or, in other words, their life purpose. So my favorite thing to do, although people ask me all types of questions, but my favorite thing to do is to help people really firstly become aware that they are more than their physical being. They're our spiritual being or soul. And then every person, every person's soul has an idea for their life. And so um, my favorite thing to do in a reading is to help someone connect with that idea or purpose and figure out uh, an action plan or ways to begin to tread that path or manifest their soul's idea in reality. In All right. So, again, you can find Karen Bell uh, at uh, intuitivekb.com. Karen, nice to have you with us. Continued success. You've helped us a lot. We have three people who will be with us each time we get together. One of them is Mary O'Malley, who is an intuitive. Another is Maria Trilogy, who is an artisan astrologer. And a friend of mine for decades, Uri Geller, who is known around the world as uh, a thinker, a motivator, uh, someone who has taken his hidden power and used it, known around the world as the spoon bender. I've seen him bend keys. I've seen him bend a lot of stuff. I've seen him make watches work. I've seen him make washing machines <laughs> work. I've seen him do all kinds of things. But there's another focus 
on him and through him to your own hidden power, whether everybody can develop this or not, remains to be seen. I suspect that the answer to that is no, because otherwise everybody would be doing what Uri is doing, as outlined in this book, Phenomena, the secret history of the U.S. government's investigations into extrasensory perception, psychokinesis. This book is being talked about. There is an article uh, that reviewed the book in the New York Times this past week. So it continues to be something. Uh, and this um, lady, Annie Jacobson, apparently Uri, has had paranormal experiences herself and thus her interest. Is that true? Well, you know, being an author, especially a Pulitzer Prize nominee, she has to be very careful, obviously, what she says about herself. But the book is very balanced, uh, maybe a little critical about the paranormal and about the, uh, the secret history of the um, U.S. government's investigation into extrasensory perception and psychokinesis. Uh, she has already written a best-selling book. Uh, I, I believe it was called Area 51, Operation yes. Paperclip. And she also wrote a book called The Pentagon's Brain. So she is an investigative journalist. And um, if you asked me whether she's a believer or not, I think that she would tend to believe that there are paranormal powers out there simply because she has spent years investigating this arena. You know, from UFOs to parapsychology, she has spoken to dozens and dozens of military uh, staff, generals. Uh, she has spoken to uh, scientists, uh, physicists who study the paranormal. And she came up with this unbelievable book. And um, I urge everyone who is interested, whether it's uh, in the military buildup of the United States uh, Armed Forces, to do with the mind, with extrasensory perception, you sh or, or just um, you tend to believe in the other side or paranormal, just get Phenomenon. It, it is uh, available on Amazon, and uh, you know, I'm not, I have no interest in the book, but she's just a brilliant writer. One of the things that is pointed out in the New York Times review that you referenced, uh, the suggestion here is that the truth is out there. I don't know what the definition of truth is, uh, but it says the, fe the feds paid to find it, uh, thus your you know, involvement yeah. and others. You know, Doug, that um, on my website, which is urigeller.com, um, my webmaster, Kevin John Lewis, amassed uh, dozens and dozens of, of worldwide articles, international articles, when the book came out, uh, but more about when the CIA, because the CIA four months ago released, uh, I, I think it was like 13 million documents. Yes. Among them are my tests under laboratory-controlled conditions. So every paper, every major paper, including the Washington Post, had positive stories about the CIA's uh, work with me. And I was absolutely surprised because, you know, for decades, people tried to debunk me. Magicians said it's all trickery and I'm using sleight of hand and mirrors and laser beams and so on. But, hey, the CIA gave me the seal of approval. 
And um, I have been, uh, you know, studied under laboratory control conditions, and no one can take that away from me. So one of the things that is most intriguing about you is your connection to both sides of life, giving sort of proof to the fact that we all have more than one single dimension. Your ability, your hidden powers, as described in the book and as you've described them over the years, but also your intense interest in your homeland. Thus, you moved back to Israel last year from your home in England, where you'd been for a long, long time, uh, mostly because you are a patriot. And it's interesting to hear you tell some of these stories. Another side, we all have many sides. We're all complex beings. And it's interesting to point out the two sides of you that become prominent with uh, acknowledgement of things like you just have said. So it's cool. Yeah. And tomorrow also the new F-35s will fly over Israel, which they're amazing planes, and we just received them from the United States. Uh, I think Israel is a very powerful country. I hope we won't have to go to war again, but, you know, that's, uh, things are hotting up everywhere around the world, not only in Israel. Yeah, we have to calm things down. And using the mind and meditation is a way for individuals to do that as well. Uri, thank you. Uri Geller's website, U-R-I-G-E-L-L-E-R, urigeller.com. All right, now time for us uh, as we explore what's going on in all of our minds. Your hidden power comes through people like Mary O'Malley, uh, who is a uh, holistic nutritional health science and certified hypnotherapist. She got enough things behind her name, degree-wise and otherwise, to give her credibility as a psychic scout. So she is here with us to talk about her intuitive abilities and how they relate to everybody else. Do you find sometimes, Mary, that you can make more or have more of an impact with someone who seems to have uh, the same abilities as you do? Can you communicate easier with these people? Uh, yes. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yes. Um, there is a, a nice flow of energy between someone who's also uh, more aware and more comfortable with their own intuitive and psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. uh, it, uh, you know, and a lot of times I'll hear, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. <laughs> so a lot of times they're calling just, uh, just to verify their own intuition, their own psychic abilities. Uh, so it's a lot of fun to work with someone who has their abilities and are, are more comfortable with them and, and wants to learn more. Can you tell upon meeting someone, looking at them, or if you shake their hands, that they have it? Uh, yes, yes. Quite often there's just um, uh, there's a sense of connection there. Uh, sometimes I'll hear it, uh, from spirit that, that this person is very psychic themselves, uh, and I'll, I'll always say it. I'll always say, you're very intuitive, you're very psychic yourself. And it's a lot of times it's the first time someone else has acknowledged that for them. So uh, it, it's really cool to experience that and, and, and have them be able to say, yes, I am, but I never talk about it. I don't tell anybody. <laughs> Well, there's a certain uh, disreputableness, according to some, those who don't believe in the so-called occult. I don't think that's what this is. I don't even know. I don't, I'm not even sure I know 
what the occult is. I know what it was supposed to be or used to be. I'm not sure people who uh, discount the so-called occult even know what it is. Uh, frankly, it's just a word uh, that gets to uh, people who don't understand or try to understand there's more to the world than what we can see, smell, touch, and hear and taste. So uh, that's where it goes way beyond. I think there's so many more people. That's the nature of this conversation that we're having. So many more people who are understanding they have this hidden power and they go to people like you to develop it, perhaps, to find out that it is real. And then they go on from there. So I guess the question next would be why it manifests more with some people like you than it does with others who are either non-believers or have faith in myself. Um, so what, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, I meditated on that very question and the answer I got was it's like running. Anybody who has working legs has the ability to run. Some naturally run faster than others. Uh, and even today, some people with no legs, you know, science has, has been able to help them run too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but like anything, even if you're not the fastest runner, if you practice and you build those muscles, you can become faster and faster and faster. So it's just one of those things. Some people are more um, gifted uh, with, with a natural ability. And even those that, you know, don't have that big natural ability can get a lot stronger just by practicing, just like with any muscle. The more you great, use it, the stronger it gets. What a great analogy. That really is. That's a fabulous getting more. Uh, I have a product that I talk about all the time called Super Beats, which is aimed at getting more blood into your system, especially into your muscles and your brain. And you've both, you both, you sort of have uh, analogized the two because they go together. Getting blood into your muscles helps you develop that strength, and getting it into your brain helps you develop the strength of your brain. So it's right. really it's a, it's a combination that works well. And as we go through our exercises here, I want to be able to pinpoint some of the things that are important, uh, you know, things like when you hear the phone ring, why do you know who's on the other end of the phone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I, and I think we pretty much all have those experiences where you, somebody, somebody's name pops into our head, and next thing you know, the phone rings, or you run yeah. into them at the grocery store. Yeah. Or you walk into a building, and, and, and you feel the tingles, or the hair stands up, or you feel a cold spot in the building, and, mm -hmm. and, and you have some awareness that somebody's there with you, but you can't see anybody. You yeah. know, we all kind of shrug those off, but, um, you know, that is part of right. the physical, or, you know, a yeah. little more. <laughs> there are no accidents. Mary is the co-author of a book called Your Soaring Phoenix, also a contributing author to 365 Days of Angel Prayers and several other books and publications. We're happy to have her here on Your Hidden Power, Mary O'Malley at maryomaley.com. Next up on Your Hidden Power is a focus on astrology with a lady that I believe is, of course, I'm prejudiced to a point, but it's okay. I can have my prejudices. Uh, I think she is one of the sharpest minds in astrology. That's why she's here. Um, I can tell you from my own experience that she's dead on. Uh, maybe that's not a good experience. <laughs> 
Maybe I should come up with a different Maybe she's live on. Anyway. There you go. Maria Francesca Trilogy, who does a great job pronouncing her own name better in Italian than I do, because I don't have any Italian blood in me at all. The hidden power of astrologers getting the understanding of events like we've just had uh, Mercury in retrograde for the past three weeks. Uh, some say that it was an especially difficult retrograde. Would you like to explain for us, please, the concept of retrogrades and how Mercury comes around every, what, three, four months, three times a year usually for about three weeks to screw up people's lives, whether they know it or they don't know it? Right. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> so what I want to say is that when a planet goes retrograde, actually, if you were to imagine a ball that was thrown somewhere um, and, you know, then the ball actually stops and then it sort of goes Maybe it rolls a little bit more, and then it goes forward a little bit more, and then it stops again. So when anything is going in a retro movement, when, we're, when anything is retro, it's going backwards and gives us another opportunity, they say, to uh, review. It's all about reviewing. It's all about um, kind of having an opportunity to reinvent or, or review something or look at it again. Well, uh, there are times when we don't want to do that, when we're not, we just want to move forward. And where we live in today, we're moving forward very quickly. So it feels, there's a feeling of us being stuck sometimes that why can't that just work right away? Why can't we just move forward and keep going? So retrograde movement, again, can be frustrating. And it was frustrating, you know, significantly frustrating this time around because it felt so much that the practical things of the day-to-day uh, were the ones that were affected the most. So um, it was very, very, this retrograde was very up close and personal for all of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like um, Doug just said, we are coming out of that retrograde and what a great opportunity it's been, though, for us to say, you know, we really have to pay a little bit more attention to everything that we do in life overall. And these retrogrades, if we're prepared, will, will be um, a benefit rather than something that we need to be afraid of or um, overly concerned about. We'll say, okay, I'm going to be ready for this retrograde. And when something does happen to me that feels frustrating or uh, the contract didn't get signed the right way or I took the car to the dealership and I didn't ask the right questions. So it's going to give us an op- It always gives us an opportunity to do something better. But you say and others say don't start anything new. Well, don't start anything new because... It is all about, uh, or when a planet goes retrograde, it means that what we are now working on, those are the the parts of life that are going to um, bring us some kind of reviewing process. So we don't want to start anything new. We just want to do what we're doing, 
pay better attention to where we are. And then once the planet, it doesn't mean you can't look at what you want to start new, but you have to look at it with a very detailed eye, we'll call it, because if anything can become problematic, it, can, it will mostly do that when a planet is, when Mercury is retrograde. Uh, Maria Trilogy here on The uh, Hidden Power. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Your Hidden Powers. I hope you'll select this podcast to be delivered right to your device every week. I also would love to hear what you think about this effort. Any ideas you may have, send your comments directly to me, Doug, at DougStefan.com. I hope you'll be with us again next time around for another episode of Your Hidden Powers. I'm Doug Steffen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.